And thanks so much for tuning in to the Centennial Road Community Podcast. We're so glad and thankful you've taken the time to listen to this. Today's episode features our brand new executive pastor, Jamie Cambers, and his wife, Catherine. And I've got a co-host, my wife, Bonnie, joins me in the conversation. We fire some rapid-fire questions right at them, some that are fun and quirky, interesting, to give you all, our listeners, the opportunity to get to know this couple and this family a little bit more as we prepare to welcome them to our broader extended family here at the church sometime this summer. Just as a heads up, we recorded this episode on Wednesday, April the 21st in the year 2021. It was a great time together and we look forward to sharing with you a little bit about our brand new friends. Have a listen and enjoy. Awesome. Well, welcome to the first interprovincial podcast episode for the Sea Road Community Podcast. I'm Jason. I'm Bonnie. And we've got some guests with us, our brand new executive pastor, Jamie Cambers, and his wife, Catherine. (laughs) Hello, Jamie and Catherine. Hello. Hi, guys. So nice to connect with you, even interprovincially, even over this podcast format. And we've just got a whole bunch of rapid-fire questions that are coming at you because so many people want to know who are these amazing people moving to our space? So we're going to start slow, and then they get increasingly difficult. So here oh, we go. Question wow. number one. What is your favorite color? Black. Purple. Okay, well done. Here, question number two. When did you fall in love with Jesus? 1998. No, 1999. No, 1998. Oh, my goodness. I would have been five, so, like... 86? 87? Sure, let's go that. It's 88 if you're 5. 88. Math was not my strong strength. Math was not my strong strength. That's awesome. You know, we were, stories would be good, years are good, but okay. So a bunch of years have been walking with Jesus. That's awesome. How about this one? When did you fall in love with each other? 2000. Yes, that's accurate. 2000. We went to Bible camp together as early, early teenagers. And then actually, I didn't even like him. I thought he was a little bit of a, a turkey. Let's call him that. A turkey. For lack of a better word. There's, there's way better words than turkey. <laughs> I was a jerk. Yeah. Put it lightly. I was not a nice kid. Anyway. Uh, I was, I was, I grew up in a, like a church family, but, um, I had, I was a pretty rebellious and, not very nice teenager. <laughs> anyway, so I didn't like him at first, but so we knew each other for a while, but we, we started dating in, I believe it was March of 2000. 2000 yeah. So. March 9th to be exact. How come I know this date and you don't? I know the date. <laughs> That's anyway. Right. Love it. Okay. Next question. Favorite place to eat out? Oh man. In, I guess. Well, here here in town, there's a place called Nauru, which is a really great Japanese sushi place. That's my favorite place, you know. But um, yeah, I, I'm a really big fan of some of the local restaurants here in our town, and we both love sushi. So that's really, I would agree with him. It's one of our favorite date night meals. So like sushi where raw fish is included, or sushi where you're pretending and it's hipster cool but it doesn't have raw fish. Like, which one is it? Well, I, yeah, I don't. Sashimi, 
is sushi with raw fish. And I don't think I've ever done sushi. I've had salmon before, but now, yeah, maybe we're like the hipster non-raw fish type, the sushi type. I don't eat any fish or meat at all. So for me, it's all the vegetarian goodness. That's my favorite. Ooh, we're learning new things. (laughs) Good stuff. Okay, vegetablearians, here we go. Next one. What's your current board game you are playing that's a must-play? Oh, man. Well, Captain doesn't play board games, unfortunately. Um, right now, I play Scythe a lot. On, well, I've been playing it online. They had a, a great online version come out uh, called Scythe. Uh, it's pretty beefy, um, but kind of during the pandemic, I've been playing with friends online quite a bit. So I'll, I'll go with Scythe. Yeah, I'm not a huge board game fan, but if I was to choose one to play, I love playing um, some of the simpler ones like Ticket to Ride, and mm-hmm. I even just like a good game of Battleship with my boys. I don't even know if that's considered a board game, but... <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's like a gateway drug. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> it definitely qualifies, you know, for this line of questioning. You're you're good. You're You're right where we need you to be. Bonnie's got your next one here. Here we go. What were your first jobs? The Gap. The Gap, yeah, you were. I was a lifeguard, actually. That was my very first job ever. Wow. What age? Oh. Fifteen. I would have been 15 or 16, I think. Mm-hmm. 16, I think. We were dating, so. Yeah. That would have been. 15, 16. 21 yeah. years ago. Which that would have been 16, yeah. She had the life of leisure until 15 or 16. Love it. Way to go. So good. Um, here's another one for you. What excites you the most about moving to Brockville? Um, meeting new people, I would say, and getting to know a new community. And for me right now, it would be digging my feet back into serving in a new church community. Because we've been, I know that you're aware, but we've been out of not out of church, but in transition for the last two years. And so we haven't really had the opportunity to, and COVID kind of has come into play, but uh, just being able to serve again is really what I'm looking forward to the most, I think. Yeah, for me, it's it, it's just a new start. I, I tend to like, if I'm going to start new things, I want it to be from a completely new slate, like a clean slate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, it's starting over. There's something really exciting and invigorating about starting just from from a clean slate. So uh, I think, and that's for us, it'll be every aspect of our lives will kind of be a clean slate in a lot of ways. So I'm really looking forward to that. Very cool. Also, being so close to water, (laughs) I love being on water. Not necessarily in water, but love being on water. And I know there's lots of opportunities for that. So Tons of opportunities for that. It's it's a beautiful thing to be this close to that kind of – adventure place I'll call it that Mm -hmm. so uh, Bonnie's got a couple more I've got a couple more this is awesome we're getting to know you a little bit more and I hope all you listeners are enjoying this laughing a little bit and making some notes on how you can maybe pull some pranks on the family or bless them Uh along the way it should be (laughs) all right I've got this question here if you had a time machine would you rather travel to the past or to the future Oh, that's a, that's a great question. Um, I like to know what's coming. So 
I think I'd probably travel to the future. I might, I don't know if I would say that after traveling to the future, but <laughs> I think that that would be my choice. Oh man. I, I'm not one who, I only have one regret in life. I got a tattoo once that, uh, was in Hebrew, but it wasn't actually Hebrew, and so it said absolutely nothing. <laughs> I would just go back in time and not get that tattoo. That, that, that was my one my one regret in life was getting that particular tattoo. Wow, just one regret. <laughs> I don't. I mean, awesome. people make mistakes, and that's okay. We are human. Yeah, but that but that one hurt. That one <laughs> hurt physically hurt, and it's permanently on you. Right, exactly. No, you've got it covered up. I've got it covered up. (laughs) Okay, yeah. No regrets. I get it. No Exactly, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Um, so that was awesome. I love that one of you wants to go forward, one of you wants to go backward, just momentarily, and then run forward. I love it. Uh, What about your favorite book? Okay, we're going to assume you love Jesus, right? We know that. You share that with us. You read the Bible. So outside of the Bible, if there was like a book or a series or an author that you're just drawn to, what would that be? Uh, I'm neither of us are, are big readers. I have lately because of school. Um, so when it comes to theology stuff, I really love John Mark Comer and his most recent book, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, was really impactful for me. So I love that and would recommend it to anyone. Um, like on the fiction side, uh, I love fantasy stuff. And so um, Patrick Rothfuss has um, a series called The King Killer Chronicles, uh, which I really like. So that would be mine. Um, I This is a hard one for me. Jamie can attest to this, but I am notorious for starting a book and reading maybe a quarter of it and then putting it down and never finishing it. So she's read more first chapters than I have. Yeah. I, I, I just, I'm very easily distracted. So I don't often finish a book. I think if I was to sit down and read a whole book and people might laugh at this, but I like a really good story. So whether it's a story about families or even something romantic, like I, I like a good fiction book. So I mean, Christian fiction, you can go with Francine Rivers, Karen Kingsbury, <laughs> Jamie's mom. If she ever lis- listens to this, she'll she'll laugh at me. But anyway, so that would kind of be where the camp I would be in is any kind of fiction, I guess. But I am notorious for starting a good self-help book and never finishing it. <laughs> so what I'm hearing you say, Catherine, is as long as that fiction book has a good first chapter, you're good to go. There we go. Yes, that, I need to know. be. I need to be. Yeah, I need to needs to catch me. It's kind of like starting a new series. Like, if, if the show doesn't get you within the first three episodes, it's hard to really jump into it. Yeah. So it's kind of like the same with books. Absolutely. Right on. All right. This is a good one, this question. It says, if you could jump into a pool full of anything, what would it be? Lucky Charms. <laughs> <laughs> with milk or no milk? Well, I mean... With milk, you can't really swim in I guess solids, so. I guess, maybe, I don't know. Well, my pool would be filled with popcorn. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, popcorn and Lucky Charms. <laughs> Make note of that, listeners. Popcorn <laughs> and Lucky Charms. Very good. Okay, what about a favorite quote? 
Do you have something like a, a mission statement, a mantra that you tell yourself over and over again that just is really comforting, inspiring, or challenging? Oh, gosh. Can it be? Yes, it can. It absolutely <laughs> was scripture for something from the Bible. Yeah, my, my, my verse that I always go to is Isaiah 41.10. That's the, I've memorized that verse as a child, and it's always been something with me that I find can – it impacts everything for me, really. Just fear and anxiety is something I've always struggled with, I guess, throughout my whole life. And so that verse has always been just at the forefront of my mind through a lot of situations for me. So, For me, there is a poet and musician named Brandon Boyd who once said, I suggest we learn to love ourselves before it's made illegal. And that was a quote that always stuck out with me. I know it's kind of artsy and different, but that's okay. <laughs> Absolutely. You're entitled to care about and appreciate whatever you would like. And I thank you for both of those things. That's awesome. Uh, Isaiah 41.10 for our listeners. Don't be afraid for I am with you. Don't be discouraged for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. Uh, that's a great mantra. Great idea. And I love the idea of loving ourselves, you know, and caring for ourselves. Self-care. That speaks right to one of your favorite books there, John Mark Comer and The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. Good stuff. How about this? Pick three of your favorite words. What would they be? I could could pick three of your least favorite words. (laughs) Um, Like words we say often in our house (laughs) to our children? um, I I love the word advantageous. And I love the word perpendicular. And I like the word. They actually were the first words that I thought of. Perpendicular, advantageous, and, uh, oh, gosh. I can't think of my third one. You, you think I'll think of my third one. I would say right now one of the words I use the most, and my coworkers laugh at me for this, is I say essentially all the time. That's like one of my very favorite words to use. Um, I like the word sure. I don't really know why. Um, maybe because you can pronounce it two different ways. Um, and yeah, I don't, a third word. Um, no. Mm. <laughs> like the word no? The word like no. M-O? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, there's a, have you ever seen the fantastic Mr. Fox? I always liked that movie because there's no so swearing in it. And they always, they always replaced any curse word that could be in there with the word cuss. And so I actually really like the word cuss. <laughs> All right. So instead of ever like actually saying any really bad words, you just say cuss. Like yeah. I learned that from the fantastic Mr. Fox, which is a really great uh, movie. Good. Well, that's awesome. Thanks so much for spending some time with us and letting us get to know you a little bit. Before we let you go and carry on to getting ready to move across a couple of provinces and join us here in Brockville, Ontario, um, how can we as a community be praying for you as husband and wife and then as a family? What can we do to start loving you from a distance? 
great question. Oh, I think from my, for me, I, this would be for both of us, I think, but I think our biggest prayer request right now for our family would be, I mean, obviously that moving will go smoothly and all of the little nitty gritty details that need to be, need to happen will fall into place, which they already have been. So we're not worried about that, but one of our biggest concerns, which most parents can always attest to, is um, just our kids that when we pick up and uproot and leave what they've only ever known, right, that they will feel comfortable and feel at peace and that there will be – we're already praying for the friends that they have on the other end, um, that they will be prepared and that they will make good friends really quickly. That's probably our biggest prayer right now for them and just that they'll feel settled when we get there. Yeah. I mean, I think my two things are, I'm always, I'm always in the moment and in the immediate, like, so today we put an offer on a home in Brockville and Friday um, we'll know if our house is officially sold. So by the time your hearers hear this, I think um, those two things may, we might already have answers for that, but, those are the th- most immediate things, which is just transitional stuff more than anything. Um, and, uh, you know, be- being away from family, like the grandparents are going to be, you know, 12 hours away sort of thing. And um, the separation, I think, from both both ends of that is another thing I, we're, we're praying a lot about. But uh, overall, really excited to just kind of get there to arrive. That's awesome. Those are some great things that we can continue to partner with you in prayer about and pray for you for and with. And and we get it. We understand it's a fun adventure waiting on, on the other side of this journey. And we can't wait till the end of June, beginning of July, when you finally arrive and we get to kind of journey with you. So thanks again for your time. Appreciate getting to know you a little bit. And for those of you listening, just a reminder, Jamie, Cambers, Catherine Cambers. You can spell their last name C-A-M-B-E-R-S. They definitely want more digital friends, so you can creep them online, make sure that you friend them, like them, start getting to know them, and ask them any random questions that we failed to ask them in this podcast because they would yeah. like to hear from you. Yeah. Did you, did you guys get an opportunity to do this when you started last year? No. <laughs> oh well, how how come this isn't reciprocal? What if we what if we want our people to know more about you guys? Do we have time for that? <laughs> Man, look at that! The time is just ticking away on us. <laughs> Absolutely, sure. Shoot, what do you got? Okay, great. Um, uh, uh, oh, I didn't prepare. Um, <laughs> if if you were in a pool of any item, what would it be? That's an original question. <laughs> I'm going to say chocolate pudding. Oh, oh, wow. Weird. I know. That's the first thing that came to my mind. That is really weird. <laughs> chocolate pudding. I can't hey, Jason, what about you? I can't get that thought out of my brain now. Chocolate pudding. <laughs> I, I immediately thought of Jello just because uh, for a while – our kids loved the movies, uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, and they made a jello house, and they went swimming in the house, and I was always like, that you can't breathe if you're in jello, but what would it be like to be jello? And then The Office was one of my favorite sitcoms, and Jim played pranks on his coworker Dwight and would always put his stuff 
in Jello. So there you go. Oh, that's right. Gotta be yeah. Jello. All right. Perfect. All right. Favorite flavor ice cream? Tiger, Tiger. Ah, <gasps> uh, chocolate chip mint. Favorite movie of all time? Favorite movie of all time? Of all yeah. time? Whoa. Well, I would actually, this isn't a movie, so I'm cheating. Um, the Chosen series right now <gasps> is unbelievable. So we've heard. We, I have it on my phone ready to watch, oh. but I can only watch one show at a time, and I need to finish my current one before I start that one. But that is in the queue. I've heard so many good things about it. What about you, Bonnie? Oh, I just have so many different genres running through my head right now. So I don't know if I want to do funny or – but one one that I press play on quite often, and now my kids, well, my daughter enjoys with me, is oh, Jason is going to make fun of me. It's Pride and Prejudice. It's oh, cool. that's okay. I that's awesome. It. Love it. <laughs> awesome. That's good. Um, uh, questions. Help me out here. You're just staring at me. Um, well, what's your favorite non-biblical book? Non-biblical book. Wow. Uh, the Signature of Jesus by Brennan Manning. Okay. But uh, wait, you said non-biblical. Well, so I went yeah. commentaries. Um, <laughs> I actually used to read a ton of uh, sci-fi um, yep. when I was younger. Uh, in particular, I was really enamored with uh, like the Star Wars kind of genre and series, and so I read a bunch of different no- novels um, around that thread. And then, to be honest, outside of uh, – I don't do a lot of recreational reading – I do a lot of study reading now, and so I would have to I would have to lean more towards um, ah the starfish and the spider. That was a great leadership book that I loved okay. reading several years ago. All right, cool. Um, and finally, which one of your children is your favorite? Go. <laughs> uh, next question. I'm just kidding. No, don't answer that question. <laughs> Well, we need to do a part two of this at some point, and I will come far better prepared. Wonderful. All right, friends. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks, and guys. thanks, listeners, for having some fun with us. God bless you all. Thank you. Thank you. See you guys soon. See you. Bye. Hey, everyone. That was such a fun episode to be a part of. I'm so glad that you had the opportunity to listen in on a conversation that my wife, Bonnie, and I had with our brand new friends, Jamie and Catherine Cambers. They are relocating to Brockville from Fredericton, New Brunswick this summer, and they're going to be a part of our staff. We cannot be more excited. Hopefully, this has given you some opportunity to get to know them a little bit, given you some ways that you can think about caring for them and loving them from a distance while also praying for them. Now, speaking of prayer, be reminded that we love you. We are praying for you, and you're not alone. Take care, and God bless.